Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Big Out Baseball Banter. Today we will be discussing the most overrated and underrated player but on every team and how to fix the draft. Let's banter. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Big Al Baseball Banter. Episode number eight, joined by Elias and Ben. He's back. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I did a did a solo episode. Kind of boring, honestly. I listened back to it, man. I sounded dead. I was like, yeah, so like the Mets and stuff. I, mean, <laughs> I might have been tired or something. I don't even know, but good to have you back, man. We got some good, good to be back. stuff to talk about. So um, I talked last time, I addressed the Charlie Morton news, so I'm kind of bummed mm-hmm. about that because the Braves were looking really good. Um, yeah, and um, it's still kind of funny that they it, they paid eleven million dollars for Drew Smiley because they could have just had one of their you know younger guys who's basically as good as Drew Smiley. But you know, yeah, but uh, Ian Anderson's gonna be a stud. Oh yeah, he he's probably gonna be like their third pitcher, and he might like they kind of have like three potential aces. Oh yeah! If you include Charlie Morton, like uh, oh, I was thinking Soroka, Freed, and then uh, Anderson. Yeah, and then Charlie Morton. You add him to that mix. There's four. Yeah, so it's gonna be crazy. I hate it. Jeez. But... <laughs> oh well. So um, so first uh, let's talk about how to fix the MLB draft because the MLB draft is terrible. Um, mm-hmm. simple as that. It's <laughs> And, like, it's not a very good system, first of all. And for an entertainment aspect, it's awful. Like, oh, yeah. there's no entertainment value to it at all. So, here's a couple things. So, MLB needs – the one thing Rob Manfred has done is shorten the draft. I don't get why you need 40 rounds. Um, mm-hmm. I keep it around seven, kind of like what the NFL does. And I, I think, think 10 would be good. Ten, yeah, 10 solid. I think the most uh-huh. important thing you need to do, in my opinion, is you need to take away all the financial crap about it. Like, like in my opinion, this is how it should work. A player has to formally declare for the draft. It's not like, oh, they play in high school, so they're automatically in it. And if you get drafted, you, you're signing. There's no, oh, I didn't get the money I wanted. You're signing. Yeah. Like, we're yeah. not having any you know, Kyler Murray situations where um, – you know, oh, wait, no, I'm going to go back to college to play football. Oh, wait, I'm really good at football. Oh, wait, okay, yeah, here's the $4 million. Here's my signing bonus. Here, you can have it back. I'm going to go be a stud in the NFL. Like, it's you have to formally declare for the draft. And, and once you do that, you can't go back. You, yeah, you're signed. It's like you never see a story about, you know, someone in another sport just, like, you know, not signing or whatever. And there's, there's top five picks who don't sign. Because they're not getting the money they want, and then you got you also got guys like um, there's the the tight end for the Falcons, Hayden Hurst. He originally was a baseball player, and he dropped to like round seventeen because there was a rumor that he wasn't gonna sign for anything less than like three million or something. Wow. So, I, that's the one thing I've I hated because like kids just like. You got the Mark Appels, who, you know, ended up being a bust with Houston, but he got picked by Pittsburgh, sixth overall, and he just said, nope, I'm going back to school. Like, like how it works in the NFL is how, you, how it works, how it should work. You, 
you can declare for the draft and then you decide to go back to college. But once you, um, but you once you hire a formal like professional agent, that's when you can't go back. And but that's before you get drafted, not when you get drafted and then there's a deadline to get signed. And another thing with the whole financial aspect is that like teams are limited on who they can pick based on the fight, like based on how much money they have to spend. Like, for example, yeah. the Mets last year. Signing. Yeah, th- that's different, I think. But for like for a good example for this is like the Mets last year, like picked two studs in the first two rounds and then picked some really low end guys in like the third round, like some undrafted caliber guy. Like, well, un- not undrafted normal years, but more like, you know, seventh round caliber in the third round because they couldn't afford everyone. So I mm-hmm. I just hate that. I think I think it should be you you everyone gets the same salary and Ooh, I like that. And or no no, based on what where you're picked. It's not like a you know, like yeah. an undrafted yeah. guy should get make more than the first overall pick. <laughs> and then there should be a set signing bonus for that pick. Okay. So mm-hmm. you should be that motivated to try to prove yourself to be that high pick. That's and then how no I matter what, it. you can't go back to school and then Look yeah, for you, more money. Yeah, and and I like that. The way to improve that is this: players are looking for all that money is because you make nothing in the minor leagues. So you have to yeah. increase the minor league salary, or mm-hmm. don't go to the minor leagues. Which that's kind of more of a radical thing to think about. Like, oh, eliminate the minor leagues. And what what I think the MLB really needs to do is promote college baseball too. Like, yes. hype up the draft. The NFL yes. is amazing at doing that, man. Like. Like we're like not even halfway through the season and there's mock drafts every week. There's, you know, hype for these guys, you know, like I'm already looking into the NFL draft. And now part of it is this, obviously with the MLB draft, guys don't have an immediate impact. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are busts, which, yeah. And, but a bust in football or basketball, you actually got to see them play at the professional or at the you know highest level. A bust in baseball usually never actually played. Yeah. So they they just have to improve. That's just the, the thing that annoys me the most. But from an entertainment aspect, they need to market college baseball. And it's also tough to be familiar with prospects with if there's high school prospects. But MLB, you know, they they have, um you know, on their MLB pipeline as like the, the big board for draft prospects. But like put out some content about like, each of the guys put some highlights. Um, just get guys familiar with the draft. Get you know guys like us making mock drafts because I don't know, you know, unless you're putting out a bunch of stats. I'm not a you know I I've told, talked about it. I don't, I'm not, I don't play baseball. I don't know how to analyze swings or anything. I don't really, you know, I can say a swing looks cool, but you know I don't really know. That's good enough, honestly. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> good or not, like I like uh, Michael Conforto's swing, but you know. Um, <laughs> but, uh, or I think a pitch is like nasty, but I don't know, like, you know, mechanical shit. So oh, I, I can tell you that. Yeah. Oh, I know you're good with that. But like, for me, I'm a, <laughs> you know, I, I analyze through stats. So, yeah. you know, MLB needs to find a way to put out some stats. Also, I've, I, I've, I don't know anywhere to find where to watch college baseball. Oh, like, uh, I had like swing last year. And they broadcasted like one or two games. Okay, yeah. that's how we watch college college basketball. Oh, okay. Yeah, the NCAA also does a garbage do- uh, job promoting college baseball, and I've seen clips of it. It looks fun. Yeah, like, it looks like it's fun to watch. It's just 
like no one cares. So which is pretty unfortunate. Um, yeah. Yeah. So any other anything else to improve? And yeah, just televise. I like the way they televised it last year. It wasn't, you know, they actually televised it on ESPN, not in like oh. MLB mm-hmm. Network live from Secaucus with the, the okay, MLB, MLB Network. Yeah, dude, the MLB draft, like in past years, compared to like the hype and like the visuals of the other drafts, was is pathetic. It's before it really before, is though. Before Manfred, you had um, who's the the commissioner before him? I forgot, but he's like with. Uh, let me do my best imp- impression. Give me a player. I don't know. Aaron Judge, uh, what was he, 31st overall or something? Something like that. With the 31st pick in the 20-something first-year player draft, the Yankees select the New York Yankees select Aaron Judge, an outfielder from, I don't even know. The West in, Region. Yeah, somewhere in California, California. Right? Yeah, and then... And then the next, uh, the next team has the next selection, and they are now on the clock. And then it's just, <laughs> and then it's just golf claps. Like NFL, it's you. The, you say the first, like the player's first name syllable, people start losing their shit. They're like, "Wow, oh, like yeah, Trevor Lawrence." Like, <laughs> like MLB, you have to wait for him to tell you that the next team has the next pick. Yeah, I think we kind of know the next team has the pick because the the orders, you know, sort of, you know. Set, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was kind of set. So they need to do that. They, the, they have to like promote the event as like a public event. You know, sell tickets. And they need to fly <laughs> the kids out. Some of oh, for sure. Out. Like the first year they did it in Secaucus, the, the one player who came was Mike Trout. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's a pretty good player to come out. Yeah, uh, to be fair, not at yes. the moment though. Why? Because nobody knew who he was. That's true, yeah. Well, he was like the, the what, 20-something? I think he was 25th, 26th pick, yeah. Something like that. Um, which, um, yeah, they need to, you know, get most of the dudes out there. Usually you just have a few just dudes just chilling in the dugout. Like, in 2019, <laughs> they were able to announce all the players present. I think that's an issue if you have time to announce all the players present. And also, it's funny. Back when they did 40 rounds, MLB would post like a, a – hundred hour long not obviously hundred hours but like a enormous video here i'll look it up on uh every pick and like some of it, some of its broadcasting and i was curious what do they do when it gets to like round 30 something um that, nobody signs out yeah. there it's just high like low caliber high school players that they think they can get a steal from or it's players from other sports Oh, what well, your audio just caught out. Oh yeah, is this good? Yeah. Shit. All right. So Patrick Mahomes <laughs> wanted to be a first round pick. Oh, uh, he was <laughs> going to be a first round pick because he was a great high school pitcher. He could also hit too. But he yeah. knew he was going to go to college to play, um, you know, football. So, <laughs> uh, the Detroit Tigers still took him in like the thirtieth round. So that's like another issue. Um, shout out to uh, Draft Neck Mark. He made a whole video about players uh mlb uh football players who played who played baseball who got drafted by mlb teams there there's guys who had no intent of playing baseball you know uh michael vick was uh drafted by the rockies in like the 40th round (laughs) and he hadn't played baseball since middle school but because he was a good he was a good athlete like this is why you need to shorten the draft because these are just throwaway picks here let me yeah let me find uh it's called like catch every pick of the 2019 
uh, MLB draft. And I want to know how many a, people have just like watched that entire video. So the video is 14 hours, 23 minutes. Holy shit. Seconds. There's a, the top comment on there says, um, I think it says like mad respect to anyone who watched the whole thing. But I, I scrolled it to the end and it's just them. It says, it says this, whoever watches this whole thing, you, uh, you, uh, you earn my respect. So towards mm-hmm. the end too, it, it's not even televised. It's just, the, the New York Mets select ID number one five six seven eight players, <laughs> you know, school. So yeah, like, what do we say? Ten ten rounds. Yeah, I think ten rounds, just because you know you're not only getting kids out of college, you're getting kids out of high school too. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I think also to make it appeal more, like get more kids to play baseball, I think you need to shorten. You need to kind of try to shorten their time in the minor leagues. I don't think you should go, you know, straight from college to, you know, major league baseball because that would be crazy having like yeah, that one guys on your baseball team every year. You know, it's only a twenty-six man roster or what was it like thirty something last year? Like you have the you know Garrett Crochet last year um, of the White Sox didn't play a single minor league game. And well, I, I mean, not everybody like, throws one hundred and one with that's true. Like you know, consistency. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's occasionally the guys who, who barely stay in the minor leagues. I don't think Bryce Harper was in the minor leagues for very long at all. Nah, I mean, when you're drafted first out of high school, it's hard to stay in the minors. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, oh, yeah, he was in high school. Yeah, that's right. Well, he got drafted as a catcher, too. Or, no, he played catcher. He might have gotten drafted as an outfielder. Really? Wow, I did not no, I know, know he that. Played, I know he played catcher, but – um. I know Kenley Jansen was a catcher. Yeah, he was, and um, he's yeah in Curacao, and then they yeah. moved him over to pitcher. Um, and then he became a stud. But yeah, so uh, I think that's kind of all we have to talk about the draft. Just um, I think. Oh wait, one more thing. Oh yeah, I think they shouldn't make it in the middle of June anymore. Yes, make it before like, the season. The make it before or the season, during the yeah. college playoffs. Maybe in the college baseball like prime location wherever the finals are played i don't Maybe even know after the play. college baseball so the college baseball world series played at um td ameritrade park i don't know how i know that it's in omaha nebraska so oh, okay. which is like it's like a it's always been there so it's like it's cool because they have like a spot where it's there it would be cool mm-hmm. to like to host it at the stadium yeah that'd, be, cool. that'd be amazing and because you know like on that's the what, field itself yeah, that's and what, then have um, the players run out from the dugout yeah, you could do that, that, or that's what um that's what the NFL has done. Like I know in 2018 they had the the Cowboys Stadium, which it's an indoor stadium, so that helps too. But maybe you do it near, just like you don't have to deal with the rain or anything. But yeah. um, something I think they should actually do it at is um so with the new Globe Life Field in Arlington, there's a venue next door called Texas Live, which is like a music venue. And it's right next to the stadium. That would be a cool spot to host it. I just came to my mind. That would be a nice spot. So, yeah, just a cool venue, not some, you know, shit. It's not a shitty studio. It's a nice studio. But why are you, <laughs> you know, having, you know, five kids come out to a, a baseball production studio with, um, you know, Harold and Harold and the boys, you know? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, they need a, yeah. Imp- and I think they should do it maybe after the College World Series just because I don't think – the draft is really on the mind if, if there's players, you know. Well, it's obviously going to be on their mind, but they're focused on winning a college World Series. like. Yeah, yeah. So That's yeah. first priority. Definitely. All right, so segueing, we have 
a little bit of Mets news. Um, if this happens, I'm actually going to be pissed about it. So reports are that Bartolo Colon wants to sign a one-year deal with the Mets and oh, uh, re- man. Retire, uh, retire a Met, which I'm happy to hear he wants to retire a Met. He's played for, like, every other team, so I'm glad he's like to stay on the Mets. Um, but n- absolutely not. This is a, you know, if this is, was a crap team, then, yeah, bring on Bartolo Colon, bring on Tim Tebow, which Sandy Alderson said in a press conference that Tim Tebow's coming back to spring training. So uh, let's, see if he let's, gets this, go. let's see if he gets this shot uh, this year. Yeah, I remember <laughs> on one of our previous shows, you were like, your farm system isn't good, isn't bad. You got, you got Tim Tebow. I'm like, yeah, yep, we do. But, um, yeah, we're not setting Bartolo Cologne. He's like 46. If you want to come play in AAA and then – or throw out the first pitch and then retire, like, just suit up in the uniform and just don't pitch a game, that's cool. But, no, th- this is a team that needs to be taken seriously, not some joke team that has 46-year-old pitchers who haven't played in two years come back and make their final outing. So, well, excuse me. Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm not, you know, I love Bartolo, like Bartolo, but, you know, I'm not wasting, you know, we're not going to throw away a game for Bartolo Cologne to give up 10 runs, you know? Sorry, Bartolo. No harsh feelings, man, but, uh. That hurt me, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, other news. Um, So, Yasiel Puig recently. Signed with an agency, Rachel Luba, Trevor Bowers agent, you guys probably know. Um, and so he said he's ready to come back to the major leagues. Um, and I actually had a conversation last night. Shout out to Mets fans only. Me and him, he made a YouTube video, should the Mets sign Yasiel Puig? And I, we, had a, we talked about it. I, I said in the comments, basically, absolutely not. It's nothing really against Puig. It's just corner outfield is not in a position of need. If it's bench corner outfield, then sure. But we don't need another. He wants to start, you know. So we yeah. don't need a starting corner outfield. And I absolutely despise when people call, you know, baseball players head cases or whatever. Like people called Trevor Bauer a head case because he like because he threw a ball over the wall. But dude, Yasiel Puig, he's a head case, man. There's a reason no one signed him. <laughs> like the dude's crazy, and also he has some. I don't want to get too into this because I don't think it's my place to really talk about it. He has some, you know, has like a big sexual assault allegation against him, which it's not. It's a big no-no. Yeah, which you know definitely hurt him. But um, yeah, um, you know, I don't want to get into that. But no, Yasiel Puig's not in need. We have already have two good corner outfielders. I I want to sign a center fielder and maybe a a depth guy who could maybe like a Marwin Gonzalez who can play both the infield and the outfield because don't forget you know you could also sign like another like a backup second baseman and if anything happens in the outfield you move McNeil out to the outfield um so right now it's just yeah no you know these big corner outfielders unless they're you know going to be cool going on the bench like uh Hunter Renfro is uh, Renfro was released. I'd be kind of what intrigued. happened. Yeah, dude, dude. Rays never usually don't make bad moves, but man, that trade blew up in their face. Which they did get a, a good prospect out of it, so I'm curious to see how he's going to do. But you know, Cronenworth was supposed to be a throwaway, and he turned out to be a very good player. And then oh Tommy, yeah, Tommy Pham. Um, which I hope he's all right, man, because I know he got like stabbed outside like a nightclub or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I hope he's doing all right, man. But um. Yeah, so I think the Mets, besides, you know, Bauer and uh, Real Muto, I've talked about how George Springer isn't a good fit, like, at all, because he's got 
two, maybe one year left. And George Springer is a great player, but he's got two to one, one to two years left in center field. And then he's moving over right. We don't need more corner, you know, corner outfielders. We don't need corner outfielders playing center field. Um, you know, cough, cough, Brandon Nimmo, Michael Conforto. Um, so I think Jackie Bradley Jr. would be an interesting signing. Or we talked about in a previous video, you know, trading for a guy. Um, I'd rather, you know, sign someone so you don't have to give up, you know, that prospect capital. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But I like Jackie Bradley Jr. a lot. I just – I think we need another right-hand bat in the lineup. That's my only issue. But, oh, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we're pretty lefty-heavy. So who, who was the other name we were talking about? Uh, Ian Happ, Whit Merrifield, and there's one more. I like the Whitmer field idea. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like a lefty, I mean, a righty Jeff McNeil. He is like a righty Jeff McNeil. He's a bit older, um, but he also, you know, he plays second base and the outfield, um, but he can play center field too. And he's a great athlete. He can steal bases too. Um, yeah, very, just great versatility. Top of the order bat. Yeah. Middle of the order, perhaps. Yeah, my only issue with him is his age, but... He, you know, he. I was talking with the um, Mets fans only about, you know, JT Realmuto, the concerns of signing him too long, about like how he might break down. Both these guys are such great athletes that, like, I don't, I wouldn't be too concerned. Like with JT Realmuto, you know, as long as you know his hitting doesn't go to shit and his defense isn't too bad. Like he's so fast and such a great athlete that, like, you know, catchers have their collapse. I see it happening a lot later for him. Yeah. All right, so we're going to segue to the most overrated and underrated players from every Major League Baseball team. Just to clarify, overrated does not mean you're bad. I'm, we're going to get Just means shit. people hype you up way yeah. more than they should. Yeah, so that's what overrated means. Underrated is, you know, the opposite. You're not talked about enough for being, you know, the, the way you play. So yeah. uh, I arranged this instead of going by division, we're going to go alphabetically. So we're going to start with oh, Arizona. Okay. Uh, I'll just call it the team name, and then you could find it. So All I'll right. go first just so you could find who you wrote. All right, so Arizona Diamondbacks, it's, it pains me to say this. I think I have to go Madison Bumgarner. It's a pretty underrated, oh, yeah. it's a pretty underrated team. There's not really mm-hmm. that many guys. If he was still on the team, I would have said Archie Bradley. It seems like you know he gets a little more hype than he's actually deserving of. Um, I think he, you know he's a decent pitcher, but he's kind of known for hitting a triple in the playoffs, which is crazy for a reliever, but... You know, Madbum just had a bad, had a really bad year. I think he can bounce back. That's an understatement. I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah, know, he man. Had an awful year, and he was his velocity was shot. Yeah, he was throwing like eighty nine mile an hour fastballs. I saw a stat that like, you know, I hate. I I know I always say compare guys to you know Mets, good Mets players, but Degrom threw a, a faster slider than Mad uh, Madbum's fastball. That's kind of an issue. So I love Madbum, but I think except for when he you know is a little baby and yells at guys for bat flipping but um we're just hitting home runs in general yeah he can be a little baby <laughs> sometime but yeah i think mad bum's slightly a little overrated all right what i'm gonna try to do is trying to give a uh player that you didn't name just so we can you know Ooh, yeah 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 you give it some more diversity you, ag- you could always say you agree or whatever but oh uh, i do agree with you yeah. he would be my he would be my next like choice but i'm gonna go with Cattell Marte here yeah because super down year and he had one breakout season last year. But other than that, we haven't seen much from him. So, Madbum, yeah. I think, would be the superior pick. However, we do need to take into fact that Cattell Marte was just not good this year. I think he only hit, like, two home runs or something. Yeah, 
Like, people are calling him. I think he's probably still a top 50 player in the game, lower 50s, just because, um, you know, he, that one good year was so great. But, you know, he was so in good. Seattle, you know, struggling too, and, you know, came to Arizona, struggled a bit. Um, I don't think this – I think that version is definitely the player he is, and he's also, you know, has good versatility, second base, uh, center field, which is great. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, slightly a bit overrated. Uh, but also, you know, disappointing at the same time. It's just very you know, disappointing. You know, it's just he's had more bad years than good, so you don't you kind of you don't really know which player is the actual guy. Yeah, know, there's always a lot of one year wonders. So yeah, um, Atlanta Braves. This guy's actually a free agent right now, but my God, Tyler Flowers is overrated. I I don't know. You probably that's kind of a weird name to think of, but I've gone on Instagram and people call this guy a top ten catcher. What? Yeah. Because no, so, yes, because I guess his framing metrics are really good. Um, he's yeah, he below is, average, yeah, that's it. below average hitter with the worst arm I've ever seen. Um, yeah, and I, I try to explain this to guys. They've signed catchers the last two years. They signed Brian McCann to be the starting catcher. They signed Travis Darno to be a starting catcher. I was a backup catcher, a top ten catcher in the game, unless it's like James McCann, who's a starting catcher. He just got replaced because. It's Yasmani Grandal. So, yeah, Tyler Flowers is insanely what overrated. What the hell? Yeah, I've never heard that. Yeah. That's go horrible. On Instagram, I got so much shit for being like, yeah, Tyler Flowers sucks, man. Yeah, he does. Fuck so, framing. Yeah. What good is framing if you can't throw the ball? And you can't hit. And framing's important, but, yeah. And he's, also, he's getting up there in age. You know, his framing is definitely going to. I wouldn't say decrease, but you know his athleticism is going to decrease. He's not a starting. He'll probably catcher. bring it down a bit. At yeah, least. he's not a starting catcher, and people call this guy a you know like top ten catcher, which I don't know if they do anymore. But that's crazy. That, what do you say for the no Braves? Uh, the Braves are a pretty hard team to you know underrate or overrate because most of them are pretty good. Uh, I gotta go with Dansby Swanson just because yeah. the past. And his second half this year just wasn't that good. Yeah, I, I consider Dancy Swanson or Austin Riley, those guys, like, people think yeah, they're, like, yeah. they pencil him as a definite starter. I'm like, hey, you can definitely upgrade there. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Dansby's a nice player, great glove, um, but, you know, he was a number one overall pick. Like, you know, we were talking about the draft before. Um, Super hyped. Yeah. Um, Super hyped. Yeah, I just, he's not a top shortstop. And some guys, you know, talk about him just being like, he was a solid ball player, but I don't think he's anything really special. So I, I like that pick a lot. Thank you. All right, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> I went, you know, there's not that many overrated, underrated, but yeah. I had, you know, such a good year last year. People calling him a top shortstop, Jose Iglesias. Um, I, it, it seems kind of a fluke. He's always been a glove guy who can. You know, you, you take what you get with the bat. And he, he had a gr- very high OPS, but, you know, he still didn't really hit that many extra base hits. It didn't hit Yeah, it was just power. all batting average. Yeah, and, you know, he benefited from playing in a pretty hitter-friendly park, too. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think this is the player Jose Iglesias is. It was definitely a good signing for him. It worked out well. Um, but, yeah, there, there's not really many guys to pick from. Like, who are you going to pick? Chris Davis? Because, you know, everyone knows he's trash. It's just... His contract's big. Um, yeah, who do you pick? I personally went with John Means just because yeah, he was an all-star in 2019 and was just had such a rough start to the season. 
think yeah. he had an ERA over nine through his first five starts or so. So, yikes. Yeah, there's another player that I'm going to address the whole, you know, he's overrated because he makes all-star teams because basically all-star teams means that, you know, it's, it's definitely a little bit of value into your resume, but it basically means that you were good in the first half. It doesn't necessarily yeah. mean you were good in the second half. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Red Sox, I went with Rafael Devers just because guys wanted to call him a – he's a good player, but or a very good hitter uh, down here last year. But guys want to – Red Sox fans want to tell me he's a top 10 third baseman when he can't field to save his life. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, a Red Sox fan told me they have the best – uh, left side infield in the league. Um, I guess I've never uh, heard of the Rockies or the Athletics or the Astros, which, you know, I hate the Astros, but I think they're, their left side's better, I think. Um, who else? Um, doesn't really I matter, mean, but, with uh, the bat, you could make the case for it. No, yeah, they're definitely up there, but not the best. No, no, because they can't field the ball for neither shit whatsoever. Yeah, neither of them. Bogarts is even worse. Yeah. He's bad too, but yeah, Rafael Devers, great player. Just and this is an example of a great player, just overhyped, especially by his fan base. Mm-hmm. So yeah, who do you go with? I went with Michael Chavis Ooh, because, yeah. from what I've heard, Red Sox fans fucking love this man, and he hasn't really actually been productive after his first month in the bigs, which is kind of something. You see a lot where you see rookies come up and they break out for a good two, three weeks. And then pitchers figure out how to pitch to them and then they suck. Yeah, he's more and that's like what a, I think. He's more of like a platoon guy, right? He is now because he couldn't hit. Right. Or field. He's not good in the field. Yeah, w- was he first base or second base or place both? Right? Uh, all over the place. Right. I went for another Michael for the White Sox. This guy's a great player, but Michael Kopech, I just think he's well-known. He's kind of famous because he, like, dated or he's married to the person from, like, Riverdale or some, you know, stupid shit like that. So <laughs> I went with him. There's not that many, you know, it's a lot of under-the-radar players on this team. Yeah. Um, a lot of, you know, well-hyped players like, you know, Tim Anderson. Like, at first I thought he was a bit overrated because he had one good year, but he really, you know, proved He that backed it up stud. this year. He, There's he nothing to say backed it up. Yeah, he backed it up. And they just, you know, they got stubs for days on that team. So, you know, Michael Kopech's good. He just hasn't really been playing much. You know, he opted out. He got Tommy John. I think he'll be a very good pitcher one day. I just think it's because he's, like, famous outside of baseball. I kind of had <laughs> to go with him. But um, th- this one's it's kind of slim. They don't really have a specifically super overrated player. Yeah, I ran into that problem, too. But uh, I ended up going with Eddie Encarnacion. Because yeah. it, it's a stretch, though. It's not a great pick. Because we all know he's, he, he's aging. Yeah, I, I think people, like, aren't surprised. It's just kind of a wild card signing. Like, either he puts up, you know, similar numbers or he sucks. Like, yeah. people aren't going to be like, oh, man, Edwin Encarnacion. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, going to the other side of Chicago, I went with Javier Baez. Um, just Ooh. he's been kind of inconsistent the past couple of years. Um. I think he's a great player, but he's, you know, so hyped up because he's so flashy. You know, mm-hmm. MLB is always hyping him up. Oh, El Mago this, El Mago that. Um, <laughs> you know, you know, he does the swipe tags and the flashy plays in the field, but his swing gives him – he swings and misses so much. Um, you know, doesn't, doesn't walk, walk either. Doesn't walk at all. 
So I, I like Javi Baez. He's probably a borderline top five shortstop. I'd have him probably so fun to outside watch. my top five. Yeah, great player. Just I wouldn't – I don't think he's the best player on the team. He might be, but, um, yeah, yeah, I went with Javier Baez. All right, so I was thinking Javi Baez, but uh, to diversify, I'm going to go with Craig Kimbrell. Oh, I thought you were going to go Wilson Contreras. I don't think there's enough evidence yet because that's the reason why I didn't pick Baez. I don't like basing, you know, a player's success based on one shortened season. So the reason why it's different with Cattell Marte or someone like that is that they've only had one good year and haven't necessarily backed it up yet, whereas Mm -hmm. Contreras and Baez have both, in my mind, backed up their, you know, they have solidified themselves. Whereas Craig Kimbrell is coming oh, off his terrible. second just absolute dog shit Nightmare, year yeah. and is probably going to retire sooner than later. Yeah. I don't know who would want him after this. So it's not like a guy you can you know, come in and pitch to one batter, you know, out. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously with three batter minimum, you just, they're going to hit a home run against him. Yeah. Uh, I think I told you about it. I, this guy made two YouTube videos called Craig Kimbrell Sucks. And, um, <laughs> And with, you know, the Cardinals game with Yachty and Paul DeYoung went back-to-back. Um, Yachty, of all people. Yeah, um, it was like <laughs> the, the Cubs took the lead in that game. And then it was like, uh, good work, boys. Now time to get that save. Hope I don't blow it. And <laughs> you, know what hap- you know what happened. So, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to move on to Cleveland Indians. My God, Roberto Perez. People acted like this guy's a top-10 catcher because he had one, uh, I guess – a slightly uh, average year. He had an OPS plus below 100, so he's a league average hitter. Um, great in the field, but he's useless at the plate. Um, I, I, you know, I, I went between him and um, what's the other defensive catcher they got from the Padres? Um, oh, oh, Austin. Austin Hedges. Hedges, yeah. They're basically the same player. Yeah. So I went between those two. Um, mm-hmm. They had like three of the definition of defensive catchers. They had them two and then Sandy Leon last year. But um, like, why the fuck did you trade for Austin Hedges? What? Well, I guess he was like a throw-in in the trade. Oh, uh, okay. Still though, yeah. Why would you want him? I don't know. Depth. Who knows? But yeah, depth I, for who? Yeah, I think both. I've saw. I've seen both these guys called top ten catchers because they're good, you know, defensively. Which you know we've talked about. You know. Dif- Catcher is probably the most important position to have good defense, but mm-hmm. um, it still doesn't mean make you. You still catch. need to hit. You still need to hit. Like the only position that doesn't need to hit is a pitcher because they shouldn't hit. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah. Roberto Perez super overrated. Uh, for me, the yeah. Indians kind of like, or should I say, I should say the Spiders. My bad. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had to say Francisco the Cleveland Lindor baseball here. team. Yeah, the Cleveland baseball team. There you go. But Lindor isn't, like, a bad player whatsoever. I still think he's the top five, maybe. Yeah, top five shortstop. And the reason why I'm thinking he's a bit overrated this year is he's, like, the super huge name on the trade market. However, he only had a 750 OPS last year, which is definitely, like, worth noting. So I think a one-year rental of Lindor isn't necessarily 
shouldn't be the biggest name on the trade market at the moment because he just wasn't good last year. Well, I think it's you know the opportunity to re-sign him after that. I still think he's the best shortstop in the game. I think the only guy who gives him competition is Trevor Story. But um, mm-hmm. I think you know you kind of have to take last year with a bit of a grain of salt. Um, so yeah, I think Lindor is still probably the best shortstop in the game. I could see where you're going there. I definitely think yeah, this one was a stretch too. There aren't that many. You know, you wanted to go with a different player than me. There aren't that many options on the Indians because they you know they play in a smaller market. They don't yeah. have that, you know, especially in their outfield. They don't have a lot of talent out there. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, moving on to the Rockies, I went with John Gray. He's kind of just been hyped up as a guy with great stuff with no results, kind of like hint, hint, my next pick. Um, but, you know, it's <laughs> it's tough, um, you know, to pitch in Colorado. But um, I've, I've seen – so there's a guy who writes for CBS Sports who – Draft neck Mark made a video of the worst top 100 list you've ever seen, and he said John Gray was better than Clayton Kershaw. I'll stop. There. Oh, I saw that list. I oh, flipped oh. my <laughs> shit. I'll stop there. Who's your most overrated player? Good God. Um, Chuck Natsy. And yeah. the only reason I'm saying this is because he won a fucking gold glove. The, no, no, he didn't win it, but he was his final. He was a contender. It. Yeah. And, and he cooled off severely. So was it I don't this year know. Or last year, where he started out hitting like four hundred something. Yeah, and then he cooled down to what three ten, three hundred. Yeah, that's not four hundred something. Mm-hmm. Well, you have to consider the fact that he was at four hundred through what 30, 20, 30 games to fall from four something to a uh, three hundred exactly on the nose. That takes quite a slump. Yeah. So obviously, I still think he's an elite hitter, but the fact that he was in Gold Glove contention—that what? Yeah. What? All right. What? So Detroit Tigers. This is probably the easiest pick. Matthew Boyd. Um, people act like this guy's good. He's mm. terrible. He's so bad. Well, how did he? I don't even get it. Like I, don't I, I so this man. the Tigers were so bad in 2019. I posted on my Instagram. Do the Tigers have any good players? And guys were like. Yeah, Miguel Cabrera five years ago, and oh, Matthew Boyd when he had—I guess he had a four ERA that year. That's that's not good. Four point five, four point six. Yeah, especially he wasn't even good. No, no, he's played pitches in Detroit too. If you can't pitch in Detroit, you can't pitch. He's a fly ball pitcher, and he has so much space. Yeah, if you can't, and he gives up a a shit ton of home runs. If you can't pitch in Detroit, you can't pitch any pretty much anywhere. And I, I see, I see, he has potential. You know, whatever. Uh, he the was, strikeout stuff is there. Yeah, he was horrific last year. Matthew Boyd isn't good, man. Unless he puts up a solid year, especially in Detroit, then you need to prove me wrong. So, yeah, mm-hmm. who do you say? I mean, I don't see how anyone could really pick anybody here but Matt Boyd. But I'll just say I'll throw in Miguel Cabrera because there's probably a bunch of casual fans who – consider him to be one of the elite players when he's not an elite player anymore. Yeah. Well, he hasn't been great for a while now, so I think people have calmed down on him. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know... Matt Boyd's pretty- obviously the yeah. clear pick here. There's yeah. really nothing else to say. Yeah. Astros, it's kind of hard to pick, but Josh Reddick, because he's... I've talked about this, he's out of place, because we're watching the World Series, and then you're on a team with a bunch of studs, and then, you know, at the, like, the strongest position in the game the position that has the most talent right field freaking there comes josh reddick and you know on a team with a bunch of superstars 
Um, yeah, everyone hates him too, but because he's an asshole. He's like, yeah, yeah, looks but, like him um, too. <laughs> but um, yeah, not a good hitter. Like he's a singles hitter with a great glove. Um, and people, you know, especially he had that one really good year when they signed him. I wonder why. Um, <laughs> but uh, and he, he was all right with Oakland in the past, but yeah, not a great player. No. Uh, I'm going to go with Carlos Correa because he had a last year outside the postseason, he had a 326 on base and a 383 slugging. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, like you said, I mean, I wonder where those good seasons were derived. Is he a good hitter? It's not, it's debatable at this point. Yeah. We haven't seen him hit without cheating. <laughs> I think another – well, the playoffs, but, that you know, I don't want to defend the guy. Um, another <laughs> good pick for the Astros, I think, would be Yuli Gurriel. Yeah, he was my next choice, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Royals, um, I went with Jorge Soler just because people are calling him a top right fielder, which that's not even the position he plays, but because he hit, like, 50 home runs, you know, one year. And he, he's a solid and player. Yeah, yeah, he didn't really necessarily fall off, but, you know, he's not an elite player. and. No. Um, he's not like a top DH in the league. Um, I completely forgot he existed, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it's tough to pick an overrated player in Kansas City when you don't really have anyone. Maybe if Alex Gordon was still playing, just because the hype he used to have. But, like, yeah. you know, the, their good players are great and their bad players suck. Like, you don't have to, I don't have to tell you Whit Merrifield, Hunter Dozier, and Salvador Perez are good players. You know, I don't have to tell yeah. you that Bubba Starling is garbage. Like, what? <laughs> what? And they have that to have is a... incorrect. <laughs> All right, who's your pick? Uh, I'm gonna go with Danny Duffy, because I I watched some like lists and uh, videos from creators about predicting awards and stuff. Up until the 2019 season, Danny Duffy was apparently the Royals' best chance at any award as he was apparently in Sion contention. What? Yeah, that no. That what? He's a solid arm, but no. No. Yeah. He's below average. Yeah. So, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Angels, I went with Hansel Robles because he had like one good year. Um and People think that's the pitcher he is. I'm a Mets fan. I can't stand the guy. He'd always point to the sky right after he threw a pitch when it was going out. It's actually impressive. He'd throw the pitch. Once, like, the ball made contact, point up to the sky, and it would be a home run. <laughs> it's impressive. But I wrote down this for you. Um, He had a 10 ERA last year. Oh, my God. I'll stop there. Who's your pick? Wow. Um, I'm going with the obvious pick of Shohei Otani. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. Come on. I mean, until he can actually hit and throw decent strikes off the mound, he's, he's still going to be the most. He's been able to hit. Yeah. But, also, but I want to see that combination. You want to see both, yeah. Yeah, that's what makes him overrated. That's a good pick. Um, Dodgers, it was kind of tough to find one. I guess I went with Enrique Hernandez just because – you know, they, they are very high on him. They put him as their starting second baseman a lot. I don't mm-hmm. really think he's a starting caliber player. So no. that's why I went with him. Uh, I went with Jock Peterson. Yeah. Just because he couldn't really hit last year. 
big trade talk kind of guy. Yeah, and he's kind of more of a platoon, like only hit against righties. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's known for. Yes, I think we're. I'm gonna say we're gonna go a bit quicker on some of these guys where there isn't much to talk about. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Marlins, there really isn't anyone. So I went with Jorge Alfaro just because. Um, I don't even. I don't know why I picked him. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about Jordan Yamamoto because he had a 20 RA last year, but wow. Yeah, no one's really. You know, I don't see anyone talking about it. No one really talks about any of these guys, but because he was, you know, Jorge Alfaro was a you know a trade target. Um, yeah. But, you know, he's known, you know, I don't even know if he's overrated, but it's the Marlins. There's not really anyone to pick. Mm-hmm. Like, like, who do you pick? I went with Starling Marte, and I'm fairly confident in this choice. He is not a star caliber player in my mind. If we look at his, like, OPSs over the last couple of years, he's right around league average at best. Yeah, so. there, were, there were Mets rumors for him where we'd have to give up, like, Brandon Nemo, Dom Smith, guys like that. I thought – He's not I, that good. Yeah, no, he's a starter, but not, you know, not a star, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he's a solid ball player. But, um, yeah, I, I don't hate that pick. Brewers, I want Daniel Vogel back. He's had, like, one good half, and he's can't hit for average at all. <laughs> Hits for a little bit of power, but not much. Um, he's been DFA'd, like, twice. Um, yeah, he's not good at all. All right, I went with Abasayil Garcia because he sucked last year and he's only really had two at or above major league average seasons. Yeah, like one year with the Rays, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm fairly confident in that pick. Bam. All right, so who's next? The Twins. I talked about our all-star games. Jose Barrios, people call him a top pitcher because he's made the all-star game a couple times, but and then he falls off in the second half. Um, yeah. That's kind of all I have to say. And he wasn't great this year either. No, he's not an ace. He's a he's a three, in my opinion, maybe a Oof. two, maybe he, he's actually he's a two, but um he's yeah. not he's not an ace. I'm going with Mitch Garver. Oh, that's because, a good pick. Yeah, <laughs> one good year, and he sucks again. Yeah. I don't see a future with good Mitch year, Garver. Though. But, uh, it yeah, was so they luckily good. Have, um, they luckily have uh, Ryan Jeffers. It looked like he's going to take over. Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, Garver can figure it out, which, you know, is possible. But, yeah. You know, we, we don't mean, want these guys to suck. But um, No, no. Oh, this one's a mic drop moment. I'm, I'm holding my mic. I'm about to drop it. Oh, shit. The most overrated player on the New York Yankees, Aaron Judge. <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy's not wickle, a top wickle, ten. What? This guy's not a top ten player in the game. Talent wise, yes, can't stay on the field. Strikes out a ton. Uh, can't stay on the field. That's kind of all I have to say. Uh, Damn. He's definitely a star. Um, you know, guys tell me he's better than Freddie Freeman. Guys tell me he's better than you know Nolan Arenado, which is crazy. Um, I mean, in when he's actually playing, I think he's he doesn't definitely play. He doesn't better play. than Nolan Arenado. Okay, well, he doesn't play, but um, well, yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, no, yeah, he's definitely one of the faces of baseball because of the market he plays in and because of the potential mm-hmm. he has, and because yeah. it was you know 2017, but that was three years ago at this point. Um, you know, I don't think he's bad. I think he's a very good player, but I think he's overrated. All right, I respect it. I respect it. All right, who's the most overrated player on your New York Yankees? Kind of hurt, you know, hearing that whole rant. But, uh, <laughs> is he is he your favorite on. player on the team or 
Oh, fuck no. No oh, way. Who is? DJ. Oh. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I swear. Yeah. I swear, Brian oh, Cash. Man. Oh, man. We got to make back. it happen. Tears I, will I be shed. I don't, I don't want him going to DC, but I see it happening because, you know, I hate the Nationals, but I also love him leaving the Yankees. That would be, that would, woo. No. Fun. Uh, that'd be a very rough day for uh, yours truly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Who's your most overrated player on the Yankees? Miguel Andujar. He's not good. Get him out of here. Ship him off while he still has a teeny bit of trade value. Really One good year. Trade value, yeah. Because he, he can't play third. He can't play left. He can't play first. Like, I don't get how these, you know, young guys start their career like a Jordan Alvarez. How do you start your career at a DH? Like, you still have, like, legs. <laughs> like, those players have no value at all. Um, well, not no value. You have very limited value. But, yeah, I would trade him before. It's too late. No value. At the same and it's time, almost though, too late. I think maybe it would be smart to get his value up just because he's been – he had such a well, good we, year as rookie That's year. the only thing. We don't know if his value is going to go back up. I don't think it will. Yeah. yeah. You could also say Gary Sanchez here. Yeah, I think people have kind of come to terms that he's not very good. But uh, yeah, in the past, I would have gone with Gary Sanchez. I think mm-hmm. Yankee fans, I've heard Yankee fans very high on Mike Ford for some reason. Uh, Mike Ford's terrible, but... um, <laughs> He was good in 2019. Yeah, for like half. He only played like a little bit. He's good off the bench, Yeah, is what should be said. He's not a start, starting first baseman. Fair. All right, my New York Mets, I went with Marcus Stroman uh, just because I went to camp in Canada and a bunch of Blue Jays fans act like this guy's the best pitcher on earth. Oh, well, I mean, um, that's the only pitcher they've ever heard of. You know, or, or I, if he was on the team, I would have gone with Aaron Sanchez. My God, one good year. Those guys, oh, Aaron Sanchez. Um, Josh Donaldson, he's still on the Blue Jays, right? <laughs> yeah, three teams later. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I like I like Strowman. I think like I, Boomer Esiason was talking about how it's ridiculous to pay eighteen point five to a, a your fourth starter, which I I hate that argument. I think a good pitcher is a good pitcher, but I, yeah. I think Marcus Strowman's a good pitcher, but he's kind of known. He's kind of a star because of his, you know, his you know off field personality. Yeah, he's got a great personality. He's recruiting guys, which I you know I like to see. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, he has his like clothing line. He has like he like has like a rap song or like he had a feature <laughs> on uh, yep. these days and uh uh what else does he do oh yeah the, the whole like timing gimmick with him and the whole um like his uh on-field celebrations which i, I like you know on-field celebrations oh i but, love on-field celebrations yeah, i like him from pitchers too not you know just pathless so i think marcus Stroman's yeah. overrated all right mm-hmm. who are you saying oh my new york mets is overrated uh jd davis he was solid, but I mean, you hold him very highly to your heart. He's had well, really just one high caliber offensive year. He yeah. can't play defense. He's improved. He's just well, he's yeah, but I mean, he's he's, he's no, not just, is it really like a much? star. Yeah, no, I think he is. A, he is a star caliber bat. I'm pretty sure I, who, was it, who said it. You Darvish said it was the hardest hitter he's ever faced. Um, oh wow. wow! Yeah. So, but uh, no, I, I thought you were gonna say uh, Brandon Nimmo from Mets fans. I would say Brandon Nimmo league wide. I would say Marcus Stroman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like these players, obviously. But um, <laughs> yeah, uh, from the A's, I went with Chris Davis. Chris, Chris with a K. 
just hasn't really been oh, good shit. for a while. Um, uh-huh. Is that who you said? Yeah, this yeah. was. There really isn't that many other options. Like, who else are you going to pick? Like, Mike Fires, Steven Piscotti. Like, guys don't really think these guys are that good. But yeah, Chris Davis, you, you could go with him if you want. It's just like he's a home run hitter who hasn't been hitting home runs recently. <laughs> Over the last two seasons, as a matter of fact. And I think, do we think it's time to retire the uh, both Crush Davis's legacies? Yeah. Oof, that's sad. But I think you're right there. I would have to agree. Crush Davis is no more. <laughs> All that is left is Chris. Yeah, he's also useless in the field. Oh, yeah, we already know that. <laughs> Chris Davis, the other one, actually can field at first. So, like. Yeah, it's first base, though. He hits like. He, he went like 0 for 53, though. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I kind of hope uh, K Davis really declines like even more so so then we can actually get into debates about which one is better yeah (laughs) that's funny i i guess we just go to the next team because you you, there's not really anyone else to pick Mm -hmm. um for the phillies i want gene segura i just don't think he's a very Mm -hmm. great player um Mm -hmm. he's a solid player but i think you could do a lot better yeah um, than you know gene segura but um (laughs) Yeah, not too much to say there. I'm going with Jake Arrieta just because the Phillies are paying him $20, 25000000 million a year. Yeah, he's a free agent now. But, um, yeah, by the way, we're including guys like Tyler Flowers. We're including guys that were that are free agents now who played with the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, Jake Arrieta, is, I, I can't stand the guy, and he's falling off a ton. Yeah. You know, he's kind of a I, – I, I'd call him a one-year wonder. With that one year of Chicago, because he was garbage in Baltimore, and then sucked again in Philly. So, uh, San yeah. Diego. Oh, oh no, Pittsburgh. Oh, this one. Oh, the drunken pirates. Pittsburgh Pirates. Why is Cole Tucker's name mentioned? This dude has a career five hundred OPS. I, I think <laughs> this guy was he big on the internet or something. It's yeah, he's him. like a gamer or something. Or yeah, no, his brother is also a major leaguer. Or minor no, he's leaguer. Like a, no, he, he got drafted last year. Like, yeah. I know, like, I know the talking baseball dudes are tight with him. I don't know why I've heard of him because he's like a backup shortstop center fielder. At best. Like a 500 something OPS. Like, <laughs> I think it's because he's like buddies with like Cody Ballinger or something. I have no clue. Something. Um, another guy, I, I picked two here. I couldn't. Josh Bell. Oh, my God. Fucking damn it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's your pick? Right, yeah. yeah, I was you so happy. Me. I thought he was going to be, like, the only person mentioned. And then you said Cole Tucker, and I was so happy. Oh, Josh Bell is outrageously overrated. He's had – It's horrible. I'll, I'll let you go, but I, I have to say this one thing. He's had one good half, not one good year. 2019 first half, amazing. After that, sucked. And I've seen, like – Before that. Yeah, for that sucked. I've seen like trade, you know, you know, trade proposals for Josh Bell getting a haul what? for him. Like Josh what? Bell is not that kind of player. He's not a top ten first baseman whatsoever. No. He's no. at borderline, you know, top twenty. I don't even know if I'd put him that high. <laughs> Josh Bell isn't very and he also can't field at all. Not all. Not nope. <laughs> he sucks in every aspect. Yeah. Can't run. Nope. I don't know. Does he have a good arm? Who the fuck cares? Who cares? It's first, base. first base, yeah. <laughs> Overrated as hell. 
My God. It's crazy that these two guys are so overrated because they're both playing Pittsburgh and like who cares? Yeah. But um yeah, I'm gonna move on to the Padres. I, I went with Chris Paddock just because I don't know if he's, you know, an ace caliber player. I think he's mm-hmm. a good pitcher, but you know, kinda had a down year. There's not really many overrated guys in San Diego. I would have gone with Eric Hosmer in the past, but he actually hit really Yeah, well. I know. It's so hard. He, he hit really well last year, and I think before that, people kind of started to realize he wasn't very good, and now mm-hmm. people are realizing that he's actually good now. Yeah. Um, but it's a great team. There's kind of It's kind of hard to pick an overrated player. That's what I actually – I can't bring myself to pick anyone. Honestly, there's no one there. So, yeah, I'm I don't think really... Chris Paddock is overrated, kind of like Jorge Alfaro, but I think he's the most overrated player. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, San Francisco Giants, Brandon Crawford. Giants fans act like this guy's good. Uh, he can field well. He's a top five shortstop. Yeah, he can field well. Can't hit a lick. Um, he's terrible. Um, you know, not much to say there. Who do you pick? Good pick. Good pick. Uh, Buster Posey, because there's still a lot of casual baseball fans who think he's like the face of baseball, and that's just unacceptable. Yeah, he didn't even play last year, and. Nope. <laughs> he's got his replacement, you know, Joey Bart. He's going to be good. He's going to be a stud. Yeah. Uh, Mariners, D. Strange Gordon, he's terrible. Um, he's just awful. <laughs> um, <can't hit> away. <laughs> he's got speed, and that's it. He had his, like, one good year on steroids with the Marlins. <laughs> and, and he was still skinny as fuck. Yeah, you, yeah, he was still tiny. So, yeah, D. Strange Gordon, <laughs> not great. It's, it's kind of hard to pick last name, guy. too. Ha ha ha! Get it? Yeah, it's kind of hard to pick a guy for me. You know, Seattle because there's such an under the radar team. Mm-hmm. I kind of cheated here. I gotta go. I know he's on the Brewers, but I'm going with Vogel Daddy. Oh boy! I fucking love this man, but he can't hit. Yeah, <laughs> and he's he not my, good. Here's my Brewers pick, but yeah, that's fair because he did play for the Mariners last year. He also played yeah, for that's the where Jays he's too. overrated. Yeah. One at bat with the Blue Jays. Right. He walked in it, so it was a successful career, hey, I guess. good shit, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, St. Louis Cardinals, Matt Carpenter, because he had, like, a oh, good yeah. half. Or, like, he was super streaky, I think, 2019, 2018. Mm-hmm. He was 2018. And, uh, yeah, this was he's, like, famous for, like, the whole salsa thing. I don't even know. Um <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I don't even. I heard about it somewhere. I think it was like some home, whatever. Um, he's good at making salsa. Yeah, I think I have no clue. What? Man. I don't. Forget I said that. All right. <laughs> but uh, Matt Carpenter's just not great. Um, his swing's really weird too. I don't really like it. Oh, his stance! I fucking hate it. Yeah, it's weird. It looks so painful. It does. Who'd you pick? I'm going with a uh, similar pick to Buster Posey. Very similar. Yachty, yeah. Because, I mean, again, casual baseball fans and Cardinal fans. might get him. Yeah, I would honestly – I'd rather have Higashioka. He could bring him in teach Gary how to catch. I don't think anyone's teaching Gary how to catch. Yeah, you hired a They've had, like, what, four coaches now? Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. But that, I I was considering that pick, but yeah. Uh, this next one pains me because I really like watching this player, but the most over, overrated player on the Rays is Tyler Glass now. Oh, uh, thank, thank God you said that. Yeah, he just 
he's the one of the nastiest pitchers I've ever seen, but he doesn't really get the results. Yeah. And people still act like he does get the results, but he really doesn't. Yeah, it's just tough. I love Tyler Glass now. It's just tough with him because he's kind of a you know, he's a two pitch pitcher as a starter, which doesn't tend to work. I don't think I would move him to the bullpen because he has so much starter potential. Mm-hmm. Um, because that curveball, man, goddamn, it's good. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I I like Tyler Glass now. I just wish he didn't give up the home runs. I wish he got the results because I he I think it was my Cy Young pick last year because he's just like. That would be so a good. great projection. I mean, yeah, he he was so good before getting hurt last year. So yeah, um, yeah. But I, I love Tyler Glass. Now it's definitely a pick that hurts me, but mm-hmm. he's definitely slightly a bit overrated. Oh, more than slightly. Yeah, this man hasn't really since 2019. He had one good 60 inning. I'd also and... maybe put Blake Snell in that. Like Blake Snell's great oh, too. That's but... a great segue. <laughs> oh, that's yours. Yes, my Steve Irwin killer most overrated player is Blake Snell. Cause he's, a, uh, he's oh. good. He's very good, especially you know in the World Series before getting pulled. Um, twenty eighteen, one of the best seasons I've ever seen from a starting pitcher. Um, he was phenomenal that year, but he's he's been hurt a bit, been a bit inconsistent. Um, All right, well, here are some numbers I think you should hear. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like, bring it on, man. Uh, in 2019, he had a 4.29 ERA, which yeah. is Not pretty good. average. Yeah. And then this is the real kicker for me. He averaged around four point uh four batters or no four innings and two batters into a start innings per start. I would like to call it in 2019, and only five four four and a half innings pitched per start in 2020. So that yeah. means he's not working. He's rarely working out of the fifth inning as a starter. Yeah. Now, part of that is definitely, you know, the race bullpen injuries and the Kevin Cash effect where they want, <laughs> he wants to go. No, I, Kevin Cash is great. They also have a great bullpen. So they want to, you know, they don't, you know, the whole analytics thing there, they don't want to go through the third time, mm. uh, which I think is stupid. I hate it. Um, uh, but, um, you know, they got a great bullpen. That's part of it. Also, on like a, he had like an elbow injury or something, so they want to watch that. They're they're shopping him right now. I've seen a couple of trade, um, you know, potential trades where I've thought it's a little too much. Like people are uh, asking a little too much for him, but um, I you know, he's a solid player, just slightly a bit overrated. Yeah, he's. I think he people doesn't see really that look like an ace to pe- me. People see that 2018, how good he was. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah. Uh, most overrated player on the Texas Rangers pains me, but I think Joey Gallo is a little bit overrated mm. just because he's such a legend in, like, MLB The Show because um, <laughs> he hits tanks and whatever. Um, <laughs> Not anymore. That's only in, like, the beginning of the year. Yeah. I that, can't hit shit with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the beginning of um 20, uh, 2019, he was actually playing really well. He actually wasn't hitting for super low average. He also plays an insanely good outfield, which is, you know, for a big guy like Crazy him, good arm. Pretty, yeah, great arm, too. I just – he's a little inconsistent at the plate. Um yeah. And, you know, I've heard him – his trade, you know, hit, heard him in trade talks, and you're giving up way too much for him. Mm-hmm. I think he should be traded. I think the Texas Rangers need to go full rebuild. But um, – uh, Him and Lynn need to go. Him and who? Lynn. 
Yeah, definitely. Who do you say for the Rangers? I went with, with what I went with Ruby Odor. Yeah, I thought about him or Elvis Andrews. Those guys were also guys. Oh well, this would be a great pick here. Yeah, yeah. Ruben and Odor is not good anymore. Hits home runs, but that's kind of he never really even was that good. Yeah, he got like a big contract from them too. It's stupid. I guess you want to retain your homegrown guys, but yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, not too much to say about him. Uh, Blue Jays, Vlad Guerrero Jr., my God. Uh, when oh, he yeah. first, first came up, Blue Jays fans told me. And, you know, friends of mine who are Blue Jays fans, like I told you about with Marcus Stroman and Aaron Sanchez, um, they said this guy is a future MVP, which he has, you know, actually, that's not a, like too big of a hot take if he hits that potential. But, um, my God, I had – after – Alonzo won the home run derby. I was in Canada. So I heard, oh, oh, he didn't actually win it. Oh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Oh, he, he cheated. Like, Alonzo didn't win to, it. I actually have to agree with them there. Are you kidding me? He had the greatest home run derby in the history okay, of baseball. Yes. So did Josh Hamilton. He didn't win it. If It can be good, but if that you're saying that he, Alonzo didn't deserve to win it. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Vladdy Jr. had a better home run derby than Pete Alonso. Yeah, but also think about this. Pete Alon- <laughs> because he was seated higher, Pete Alonso went after him. So he didn't have to b- bat until, you know, Vlad Guerrero Jr. hit the stamp, like, you know, went first. So then Alonso, all he had to do was get one more than it. You don't know that if he could hit, you know, more than him. That is a good point. That is a good point. However, so, yeah. I just don't think Pete Alonso would go off like that, to be completely honest. That's fair. I do. I love my boy Big Meat Pete. You know that. Oh, I know you love Big Meat Pete. Uh, that's my he's my favorite player in baseball. So it's him and DeGrom are tied actually. But um, yeah. So yeah, Vlad Guerrero Jr. can't. He's a first baseman too. Can't play third at all as much as he said he wants to. Um, I th- I see a big year coming out of him because I know he um. He, the advanced metrics love him. He hits the ball really hard. Yeah, I know he um he lost a lot of weight. He just hits the ball on the ground a ton. So yep, think, that's Eric know, Hosmer's problem. Right. That was an easy fix. Yeah, increasing Well, I launch shouldn't angle. say easy because he sucked for so long. Yeah, launch angle. Yep. Once he figures that out, that's when he's going to reach that stud potential. Yep. All right, who do you go with? I mean, there's really no one else to pick but Vladdy Jr. Yeah. I'm that. trying to think. I can't even think of any. Before the, the top season, of my head. I would have given it to Hunjin Ryu just because he had like one good year, but he actually pitched really well again. So he's had quite a couple good years actually. Yeah, it's just well, injury plays. Injuries, yeah, exactly. Which doesn't make sense because the guy throws like what eighty eight, yeah, eighty nine. Yeah, he does not throw hard at all. <laughs> um, Noodle on. Yeah. Uh, Nationals, not many guys to pick. I went with Victor Robles just because I don't think he's a top ten center fielder like guys are calling him. He has mm-hmm. a lot of he has all the potential in the world. Great fielder, just Oof, kind of struggles yeah. at the plate. Um, Do you see that double play he made last yeah. year? Was, yeah. Oh Nasty, my god! Yeah. Missile, a bazooka arm. So yeah, looking like Loriano. Yeah. Uh, who? So not really much to say there. You know, solid player. I think he has potential. He was a you know top prospect at one point. So, um, you know, we got the two Robles as we got Hansel and Victor. Oh, wow. Would you look at that? Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, dog. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm going with Starlin Castro because this man isn't good. He's never really been that good, but people still think he's good. 
Yeah. I don't really. He it's gets just because he's played. He gets a lot of hits, yeah. Yeah, none for extra bases, and he doesn't even, like, bat super high for someone who gets a lot of hits. That's true, yeah. He just plays for a lot of big market teams and gets a lot of at-bats. Yeah. He's got, like, good versatility, but, yeah, I don't think he's a very great player. I think you definitely have to upgrade there. So, I'm actually – I'm going to save the underrated for next time because, I don't know, so we can go a little more in-depth. But, um, yeah, no voicemail segment this time, 585-624391. What? Wait a minute. We forgot about the the Reds. Oh, no, we didn't. Nick's, oh, my God, I skipped it. I went with uh, – oh, my God. Uh, I went with Nick Senzel just because mm-hmm. he's a top prospect who hasn't really been amazing. Um, and, you know, I see him in trade talks like, oh, he's the big piece you're going to have to give up. I think he's a solid player, but – um, He hasn't necessarily – been that yeah, guy yet. He's kind of that top prospect yet to figure it out. Mm-hmm. I went with Aristides Aquino. Yeah, that, that's a good pick. Because he was super hyped, especially when he came up. And after that first month, as I was that saying, that first earlier, month was crazy. Oh my God, yeah, it was spectacular. Yeah, the Punisher. Well, Whack at, he, wacky batting stance, too. Oh, I, that one is like, it's similar to uh, Matt Carpenter's almost, but I fucking love it so like it. much it's more. It's weird, yeah. Yeah. It's super easy to, like, hit from, too, because I like trying out, you know, major league stances yeah, that look funny. Yeah, yeah, I can't do anything with Matt Carpenter's because you're, like, leaning backwards. Yeah, Our like, the just make you feel so... And you just start leaning backwards and then wind <laughs> up, I guess. Yeah, man. Good thing you caught that. I realized we didn't talk about the Reds, but um. Sorry, Reds fans. We're yeah, just I saving the best over for last. It on my notes. You can blame me. <laughs> yeah, best for last, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No voicemails this week. Please call in five eight five sixty two four three nine one. We need more than just um Jacob Carpenter. If you guys want, you know, Jacob to call back in, leave a like on the video. Uh. Subscribe to the channel and comment stuff. And comment that you subscribed. We'll shout you out because we need subscribers. Yeah. Oh, big facts. Big facts. <laughs> um, anyways, that was the well episode eight of Big Apple Baseball Banter. Hope you guys enjoyed. We will see you next time. See ya.